Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. We're queer. We're geeks. We're, We're queeks. queeks. Superheroes, Star Wars, Broadway, Drag Race. So if you're super gay, super nerdy, or anything in between, listen to Queeks today. Wherever fine podcasts are sold. And find us on Instagram at Queeks Podcast. Hello, just before we get started today, it's time for two more Patreon subscriber compliments. Up first is Ben Trapp, who always looks amazing no matter what he's wearing or not wearing. And the other compliment goes to the lovely Nick Coveney, who is ageing like a fine wine or a particularly stinky cheese. If you'd like to join Ben and Nick in supporting Probably True and get your own compliment into the bargain, all you have to do is go to patreon.com forward slash probably true and bung me a couple of quid. Everyone's happy, no one gets hurt. Go on. You're listening to Probably True. Please be aware that this podcast may contain strong language and adult themes. It would be boring without them. I think I've mentioned before that there's a student halls not far from my flat. For the record, I didn't know it was there when I moved in, but I'm certainly not complaining. It's always nice to log into Grinder and have a flirty chat with some random twink at three in the afternoon because he's just woken up with the hangover horn. Well, this was all back in the before times, obviously. Grinder being a howling void of drug-fueled, dead-eyed party boys who don't care about catching anything nasty as long as they're getting dicked down by a stranger was bad enough before social distancing. I wouldn't like to think what it's like now. Anyway, back before the world ended, I was talking to a cute boy who's about 20 years old, and we were flirting and talking about sex, because that's always fun, and that's probably all he was going to get out of me, to be honest. A bit of flirty chat, a quick wank, and then back to sleep. We don't have to meet up, it's just sexy fun times. Anyway, he was telling me the story about how occasionally a shag of his who lives in the same halls would just pop round to his room unannounced for surprise sex every now and then which is apparently great fun for them, and importantly, completely consensual. So, you know, that's all good. Good for them. But I'm a very practical person. I can rewire a plug without needing a YouTube tutorial or having to ring my dad or anything like that. I just like a bit of notice, is what I'm saying, when it comes to sexy stuff. But apparently... That's one of the things that keeps it hot, according to this young lad. Because he's on his toes. Well, he's not on his toes all the time. He's on his toes most of the time, and the rest of the time he's on his back. And, you know, fine. They're both into it, so that's all that really matters. They don't need my approval or anyone else's, really. The other thing I was thinking was that, in my experience, it's always a good idea to let someone know if you're planning on knocking on their back door, so to speak, so that they can take a minute to tidy up the hallway, as it very much were. And I tried not to say anything. I tried. But sometimes questions, it doesn't matter how much you push them away and try and move the subject on, they just sit in your brain, waiting, insisting they get asked. So eventually, I had to ask, do you just have to excuse yourself for a few minutes to have a quick douche? And he replied, what's a douche? The boy is 19, 20 years old and having plenty of sex. 
his bedsheets I feel sorry for. So just in case there's anyone else out there who's not sure what I'm on about and gets all their sex education from porn, here's the key insight that you need. Bums aren't just for sex. They're also, occasionally, for poo. Most gay porn videos don't show you the sheer amount of effort that a good bottom, especially one in the porn industry, will go to to make it look completely effortless. But there is a lot of effort involved. You just don't see it. So, unless you're into a very specific kink, it's best not to get bum sex and poo mixed up. To ensure that there's no crossover between those two very different uses for bums, the owner of said bum might want a bit of time beforehand to squirt a bit of water up there and wash everything out. Well, not everything, actually. It's a bit like when you're on a video call or someone's coming round for a coffee. You only really need to clean up the bits they're going to see. You don't need to go through every cupboard and every room, just the bits that are involved. Incidentally, if you bring a guy home unexpectedly and he says, I need a quick shower or can I use the bathroom really quickly, that's what he's doing. Your job, if it's not your bum, is just to let them get on with it and not ask any questions. Put some music on. Make sure your bed's made. Hide any dirty laundry. All that sort of thing. Make a bit of a romantic atmosphere. You've got five minutes. Here's your chance. They're dealing with the internal tidying up. You can deal with the external tidying up. There's some special equipment you can buy. It's quite cheap. Although, you know, I did once talk to someone who insisted that you didn't need any specialist equipment. All you need, mate, is a toilet, a bottle of Evian and a moment of courage. Personally, I wouldn't do that. (laughs) But it's your bum. You do you. The specialist equipment I'm on about is a rubber bulb thing. It's about the size of your fist with a long, thin nozzle on the end. So you fill the rubbery bulb thing up with warm water. I mean, you can use cold if you really need waking up. Jesus. And then you pop the nozzle up there and give it a squirt. I like to think that at that point, you have to do a little dance to really jiggle it around and get into all the corners. I mean, it's that or a bottle brush, surely. Some people do like to go a lot further, though. Usually they're the people who are using implements or other things to get particularly deep. I found that out from a mate of mine who was into larger implements and things of that nature. And he ended the little lesson he was giving me with the words, and that's how I learned I don't chew mushrooms properly. So that tells you all you need to know about that. Doing more of a thorough washout does take longer, though. I found that out when I was with a guy and we were going at it, both of us having a lovely time. Until he said, slow down, you're going to make me come. And I was like, isn't that the point? And he replied, yeah, but not yet. It took me half an hour to get that water to run clear. I want to make it worth it. If that's the sort of problem you have, by the way, consider buying some fibre pills. They help all your poo come out in one go. So there's less bits left behind. A couple of those with a pint of water every day and you'll find everything moves along much more easily. This, all of this, by the way, is why it's even worse bad juju to cancel on a bottom at the last minute. It's bad enough cancelling on anyone at the last minute. But if you've arranged a boning in advance, then a good bottom will have been preparing. They'll have eaten less, they'll have had a good wash, they'll have put a towel down, and generally just made sure everything goes as smoothly as possible. You cancelling ten minutes after you said you were going to turn up is not a good thing. Don't be that guy. 
Also, tops, please try and appreciate that there's more to bum sex than just turning up, slapping it in there and jiggling it around a little. I know a lot of people are going to be all, gross, about all of this, but it's just how it is. Sex is messy for everyone. We pretend it's all hygienic and clean and all of that, and porn makes it look like that, but it's really not. It's just body stuff, isn't it? And no one was calling washing out your bum gross in the 90s when straights discovered it and rebranded it as colonic irrigation. Then, suddenly, it was the best thing for your health and a new way to live longer and laugh with the salad and all that shit. But when it's about the gays getting their rocks off, then suddenly it's gross and wrong and dirty. That's not actually true, is it? Because I spoke to someone with a vagina, and apparently it's worse for girls. She's Canadian, bless her, but she's making the best of it. Anyway, she told me that in the US they have a lot of ads for intimate hygiene products that are essentially just there to wash out lady parts and make them more attractive to men. Mom, do you ever feel less than fresh down there? I don't know why fresh is a description you want of your lady parts. Oh my god, she was an utter cowbag, but to be fair to her, she did keep a very fresh minge. I'm told washing out minges or bums, for that matter, is bad for them, generally. I haven't a clue, to be honest, but I'm told that they're a lot like self-cleaning ovens, in that you just let them do their thing and they sort it all out on their own, and every now and then you just pop a baguette in there. Although the weird thing about Lady Fresh is that it's not just fresh, they've got to be perfumed too. So while some lucky young man is working his way up your inner thigh, he gets treated to a waft of pine or, or arctic breeze, or new car smell. Which just makes me think that you were on your way over, realised you felt a bit less than fresh down there, and grabbed an air freshener off your Uber driver and shoved it up your chuff. I've been trying to think what the alternatives would be for men, you know, if, if ever bum douching got perfumed, and the only things that come to mind are like Lynx Africa or barbecue sauce. Although I shouldn't really joke about that, because bacon-flavoured lube is a real thing that you can actually buy. Obviously, staying clean is a good thing, especially when it comes to bedsheets and stuff like that. If in doubt, put a towel down. But pretending your body doesn't smell like a body is just daft. We're animals. The smells are designed to get us more in the mood. Personally, I'm a big fan of the smell of balls. Gets me going every time. And I've walked home from shagging a guy with hands that smell like dick, and I love it. I wish it'd hang around a bit longer. As much of a mood killer as getting poo everywhere might be, It's unavoidable sometimes because it's just a body thing, isn't it? It's not gross or weird or worth reacting badly over. Like, oh, gross. You just have to kind of go, all right, yeah, body thing. Fair enough. We all have them. This happens. There was one guy years ago who put it best, I think. He said, love is just having a quick flick round with a wet wipe and having another go. That was probably true. The multi-award-winning storytelling series written and produced by me, the multi-award-winning Scott Flashheart. It was designed to remind all of my queer siblings that we are none of us alone. You can find links, transcripts of every episode, and all that good stuff at probablytruepodcast.com. If you enjoyed or found value in anything you've heard today, you can support the show on Patreon. Just go to patreon.com slash probablytrue. And if you want to get in touch, just search Probably True Podcast on the socials. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.